0: Hello, 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 and welcome back uh, to The Variety is the Spice of Life podcast, episode four. Dan, are you surprised that we've gone this long? Yeah, I'm surprised that we made episode two, Finn. Excellent, excellent.
1: <laughs> and are we ever going to have a consistent opening?
0: Uh, I, I'm not sure. I don't think so. All right. One day when we strike it big with four followers, I think we'll get there. <laughs> That's ambitious. I'm never getting there. Indeed. Uh, but today we have another special guest. Uh, second special guest since episode one. <laughs> 50% uh, of the episodes have a special guest now. <laughs> this is great. It's a streak of nothing. <laughs> uh, anyway, Charlotte, would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Hi, I'm, Charlotte. I'm so excited to be here. I'm surprised there is a podcast.
0: <laughs> Done right, Done right. Uh, anyway, on the menu today, Dan, I think I'd like to talk about... Uh, Rock, paper, scissors mechanics uh, in video games, how they show up, if they're fun, why they're fun, and how people sort of stray away from the formula. Sure. <laughs> cool. We'll get to that. <laughs> I haven't got a lead, a lead into this, Vin. There's no segue. There's, there's no, no segue. segue. What We're are you doing... talking about today, Dan?
1: No, no. Secrets.
0: Secrets. Secrets. Okay, nah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk
1: about the basis of fun facts and uh, have a correction from last week. Excellent.
0: <laughs> last uh, <month. laughs> Do we want to have that correction now then, <laughs> to start off with it? Nah. Okay. I've got to listen to the full show to get the correction. <laughs> Alright, excellent. Okay. So, in terms of what, I, what I'm sort of talking about, uh, in terms of these rock, paper, scissors mechanics, uh, it's mechanics like, well, rock, paper, scissors, uh, in which the rock beats the paper, Right, uh, except the opposite of that is true, <laughs> of course. Right, uh, uh, and where you have this sort of more triangular mechanic, where you have a dominant strategy, right, that is weak to another strategy. So you're talking about non-transitive game strategy. If you want to get fancy about it, then yeah, I guess so. Right? it's
2: definitely fancier than my understanding. <laughs> That's good. You can go fancy. I'll listen yeah. to it.
0: <laughs> Squirtle beat Charmander. Right, beat. The one that no one picks.
1: <laughs> Poor picks Bulbasaur. <laughs> Poor Bulbasaur. Someone picked uh, him,
0: I think. Yeah. I always pick Charmander. <laughs> yeah, right?
1: Definitely.
0: <laughs> we are all Charmander squad in this game. I've only ever picked Firestarters with <laughs> all of my Pokemon. Hey. But that's what I mean. Like what about like uh, a triangle mechanic in a game like Pokemon makes it fun? Because uh, like when you are right the Charmander, right, and they've got like a squirtle right you feel like a crushing weight right on top of you right how did they make that crushing weight feel fun and what do you reckon it is um by giving it to a jerk that was gary (laughs) (laughs) sure but like how did you enjoy right getting bubble beamed for the first time from 100 to zero yeah not good yeah it's brutal right yeah
1: (laughs) especially because back in those days i played pokemon terribly yeah i would like level 1 Pokemon up to 100 before doing the next one. So I just <laughs> really had
0: Charmander the entire time. Alright. And Charlotte, for rock, paper, scissors, right? are you a paper gal? Are you, a, girl? Are you a, a scissors woman?
2: Look, I do like to mix it up, keep yep. it fresh. Yep. Um, I do find myself very prone to rock, yep. but I like to keep people on their toes. Okay. Especially game mechanics. Sure,
0: <laughs> sure. Uh, you don't have like a, a default preferred sort of first throw. Rock first. Rock first. Right. I like it. Good old Long rock way to beat Charlotte. Paper Fair. first. Charlotte. <laughs> now this is a meta play right here. Uh, <laughs> do
2: you really think I'd yeah. be foolish enough to do rock first if we now? Fought?
0: <laughs> Let's go. Rock. Damn
2: it! Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: uh, she was foolish enough to throw rock first.
2: <laughs> Daniel was foolish enough to throw scissors. Yeah. <laughs> Taking my
0: block. <laughs> so like in these sorts of games right where does the fun derive from right i think that the, the it appeals to different people i right? think it's the bluffing we just yeah. indicated that it was the bluffing <laughs> for, sure, for sure Right? but when like you don't really have uh bluffing as an aspect of it like you do say in a pokemon you, you can see you know what pokemon it is mm. right and then essentially what they're good at Right? i think it appeals to do different kinds of people Right? The first kind is the really sort of analytic kind, right? Where they're they're thinking like, okay, how do I best navigate the team dynamics, right? So that I can always have the dominant strategy uh, over what they're throwing out, right? And the other side of the complete opposite people where I want to apply the weakest possible strategy and still win, right? (laughs) They're like, they're the challenge mode people. Right, the people that like have all bug teams in Pokemon, for example. So the gym leaders. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> right, so like being a gym leader is hard mode right, for Pokemon.
2: But I guess in a rock, paper, scissors type scenario, are you ever really making a choice that's less likely to win? that you're sure of. There's always a 50% chance.
0: Yeah, so in terms of uh, when we're sort of changing the the design space of Rock, Paper, Scissors to a game like Pokemon, uh, you get choices in the Pokemon that you catch, the Pokemon that you send out, and the moves that you teach your Pokemon. Uh, you can still be at a disadvantage uh, in those games and not have it just be 100% or zero. Uh, in the same way, Dan, I, I hear you play a lot of Fire Emblem. I do. Uh, you want to talk about the mechanics in those games? So there is
1: a Rock, Paper, Scissors... Triangle system in the Fire England games as well so I think it goes it's been a while since I've played any uh, so sword beats axe hmm. axe beats lance and lance beats sword. Sure and
0: what does that mean mechanically in the game? Uh,
1: so it means that if you have the advantage type unit you're going to do more damage um, and potentially kill the enemy units Sure Faster and More easily And less likely to lose Your important characters In that one
0: Okay Because I hear that Fire Emblem Like when one of your characters dies They're properly dead Yeah oh.
1: So if you play Play the classic way Your characters die And they are They are dead Yeah Dead dead Sure um, There is settings now That you can have them Come back at the end of each battle Yeah oh. um, And also settings where you can have them literally re- revive at the end of the turn, if you just here for the story now. Okay.
0: But if you go back, it is, it is they are dead, dead. right up. Okay. So then for a game like Fire Emblem, right, if, right, the mechanics are in such a way that both it encourages, uh, I guess, uh, having super effective units against other units, right, and also incentivizes you to not have your units die, right, then in terms of the, I guess, the gameplay from your point of view, uh, do you play it in a sort of more of a cage manner, more of a strategic, I can't use these units at all because they'll die to the lances or, or... How do you play? I definitely play far more strategic because hmm. I want that story. Right. The
1: characters die and you lose their story.
0: Oh, this is just, just going. Yeah, they're just get <laughs> go, they, are,
1: they are out. Like They don't participate in the story anymore. And okay. They just cease
0: to be. Sure. I want that story that's okay. why I'm playing that game <laughs> sure but like are any of the storylines better when one of the characters dies cannot tell you every time oh. someone dies I will reset the map <laughs> and start
1: again no casualties no casualties wow even even when the enemy gets the 1% critical which yeah. happens way more often than 1% <laughs> and kills my full unit full health unit yeah reset
0: Man, if you had that power in real life, like if you came across a genie, right, they gave you a superpower, but the superpower was you could always go back like a second only to like change your throw in rock, paper, scissors.
1: (laughs) I would be challenging people to a lot more rock, paper, scissors. (laughs) (laughs)
2: So is this a rock, paper, scissors specific genie power or is it the power of hindsight and time travel?
0: No, it's <laughs> no, no, no it's just, it, you can only do Perfect. it for rock, I'm
2: practices. here for
1: it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> can we start
1: settling every dispute with rock, <laughs> paper, scissors? <laughs> Sounds like Charlotte has the power. No wonder I lost before. Yeah,
0: it is clear now. <laughs> I don't know
2: what you're talking about. Definitely not. There are no genies.
0: Yeah. So then like, have you ever done, I guess, uh, challenge runs in these sorts of games where you pick the, the intentionally weak strategy no Uh, you've you've seen how hard those games get (laughs) you will be demolished sure at the end of those (laughs) but say like in in pokemon right have you ever done like a a theme team to carry through no uh charlotte you look honestly i can't stand to
2: lose so i (laughs) (laughs) i prefer life with as little challenges as possible and that goes over to games as well
0: (laughs) yeah okay yeah sure like i think i've only done like a, a full like typed team a single time uh it was quite difficult but like the part of my brain was like no those guys are unfair they're not using birds (laughs) they just have one Pikachu and they've demolished me (laughs) yeah pretty much
2: (laughs) at that point you know you excel at something if you can have the worst combination of team members and still win with that mechanic
0: nah nah look uh, I took like Several days of trying to get past Lieutenant Surge at that third gym. It was horrible, <laughs> a terrible experience. <laughs> because of the way I played, the first
1: two gyms sucked. Charmander <laughs> yeah. versus Brock and yep. Misty. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. How do you feel when they entirely add extra things? So Fire Emblem's got mm. like extra systems outside of
0: this. The yeah. System like. Bows just decimate flying units. All oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess like it. It sort of just expands upon the rock paper scissors formula, uh, in the same in the same roundabout way that rock paper scissors <laughs> and Spock does. Right. Uh,
1: Not quite, because bow beats flying unit is transitive. Yeah. Flying unit is never better than bow. Sure. I, well, hang I mean, on. That
0: is the same way that rock paper scissors works.
1: No. <laughs> because in rock, paper, scissors yeah. one is always better than the other thing yeah. sure um in a, so that makes it non-transitive so it's like a triangle going round but a transitive thing is like A is better than C, B which is better than C so A is also C's better, better than, than C oh okay okay so like A is dominant strategy the entire time
0: yeah but like both both uh and well, I assume flying units in that game travel further and can navigate terrain better Flying units can go literally anywhere they want.
1: There
0: you go. <laughs> there you go. All right, so that's, that makes it non-transitive, right? Maybe. Because, like, it's not Maybe. always better. Yeah, though. I suppose. Uh, in any case. And bows can't shoot once square, except for when they can. <laughs> I think we're going to deep dive into the mechanics of Fire Emblem in a future episode. Let, let's, let's table that for episode 10. <laughs> I
2: really hope I get to come back for that. <laughs>
0: Alright, you're in. <laughs> Play some Fire no, Emblem, no. cause I know you haven't played any.
2: <laughs> no, can't even picture it.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, but yeah, th- these mechanics, I think they feel differently to, to different people for sure. Uh, and I always think that there's there's something to be gained because, like, it is a relatively simple system to pick up and understand. That anyone who gets into the game, whether it's the, you know their first or their fiftieth game that they've played. Uh, they can get it more intuitively and say like oh okay like even the sort of simple joy of well fire blasting their Bulbasaur (laughs) (laughs) is good enough uh, to keep them hooked
1: poor Bulbasaur
0: he's the worst one (laughs) and I will not be cancelled for this well, you know where to write if you disagree with Vin on that one. Yeah, look, I suspect we'll, we'll have lots of emails uh, because of spurious disagreements with things that I said last episode. <laughs> and so it's time to issue a correction for last episode as we move into
1: our new topic. Um, so last episode, you may remember we had discussions about MSG. Yes.
0: And Vin's experiments
1: <laughs> with MSG. And he told us a story related
0: to his childhood and what he thought the origins of MSG were. Yeah. So it turns out after speaking to my mum, right, uh, she called uh, MSG chicken powder because she didn't know what MSG was in English. And that was like the closest thing. So I internalised that to generalise that to all the chicken powder is MSG, which is not true. <laughs> the linguistic origins uh, come literally from what Dan said about chicken powder being like invented in the... Um, uh, like 1920s-ish uh, and chemistry was uh, I guess isolated much later by Japanese chemists so chicken bouillon right, as a French slash European thing right, was definitely a separate entity that has existed for longer <laughs> than chemistry by several decades uh, and so all of the factoids that I gave you last time were strictly false and therefore remain factoids <laughs> indeed. indeed by definition so, Dan,
1: what is what is the topic? What is the main topic that you want to We're going to talk about fun facts and what makes facts fun. Yeah, okay. And whether or not they need to be true to be fun facts. Right. Because <laughs> okay. I, I think we did have
0: fun last time. That was a lot of fun. Despite <laughs> the correction now now issue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, give us some examples, Dan. Like, what, what sort of fun facts do we have? So, we
1: have, obviously, we have our MSG yep. fun facts. Yep both correct and <laughs> incorrect mm-hmm. now oh uh, fun facts one that always seems to stick in my brain and I don't know whether it counts as fun mm. but more gross than anything
0: alright okay, let's when, hear it
1: when frogs vomit they have to vomit up their stomach and then find and swallow their stomach again mm. and this is stuck with me for like 15 years as <laughs> a fact which I read in a magazine like one of those like I can't remember if it was like K zone or oh, like one K-Zone. of those one of those magazines. Oh, that takes you. No.
2: A wonderful children's magazine talking <laughs> yeah. about frogs vomiting.
1: Oh, they had to, a yeah. a gross facts page. I don't know right if it was on. them or one of the other ones.
0: Sure. But then so you do you break that out at parties often? No. Yeah,
2: you it <laughs> <what I> mean? <laughs> demonstrates
1: because uh it's gross.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even, right. even though I might think it's a fun fact. Sure. Most people don't most people are like, eh. Yeah, okay." <laughs> I mean, what what then makes the context appropriate to share a fact like that? Clearly, we need to be talking about frogs more so we can talk about frog facts. <laughs> I don't what? have any more frog facts, <laughs> it's the only one I've got. All right, so then, yeah, in terms of <laughs> like the, the vast knowledge and repositories that you, you've gained over the years, both through like time on the internet and time you know, listening to other fellow podcast colleagues like uh, no such thing as a fish shout out Uh, oh boy yeah do they ever become become conversational pieces no no okay no
1: mainly with you because I know you also listen to fish (laughs) as a podcast but nobody else is that interested in those facts righto okay and Charlotte, what about you?
0: I
2: definitely use fun facts as icebreakers in conversation. Yeah. Whether they're actually facts or not is questionable, but if you believe them to be, that's more or less the same thing.
0: Okay, so then do you have like a... like a Have you got one ready to a go? A road... Yeah. A road is your like, love, go-to fun fact? I would
2: love to be prepared, but usually it's spur of the moment based okay. on whatever trash I've read in the day before.
0: Okay. <laughs> right. And is it like relevant to discussion before you bring it up or you bring it up out of nowhere?
2: Well, usually it's very...
0: You loosely just walk in
2: related
1: and like, hey here's a fact look, my name's Charlotte look it's
2: like their s- second cousin once removed or something of the conversation like it's just not a closely <laughs> yeah. related it's yeah. a bit more distant
0: so okay. it's like where they can still have children and be less weird
2: yeah exactly yeah. they can okay. legally
0: marry yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> okay do you have a road tested fact no no I think like now that boy, you've had to drop your MSG fact <laughs> Well, that's the thing. I, I think oh, part of what it makes a fun fact fun, right, is that it has well, it has to be contextually applicable to the situation that you're in. Mm. So, if you have a fun fact about you know lemurs, you have to be talking about either like the country, right, or the bean, right, <laughs> or, 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 or like anything related in that. zone. or the Indonesian number for five. <laughs> yeah, someone has to say that, right, before you can like sprinkle your little lemur fact in there, right, or like. Uh, with fun facts de novo, right, I guess the only instance what I would break that out right is in essentially, as, as I was saying, like as an icebreaker in like an introductory ring of like ten people. I where hate you... those introductory <laughs> rings. So they're like, tell us something interesting about yourself. Yeah. I'm not. I'm
1: not that interesting. <laughs> Although I guess I could tell them I have a podcast now. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It
0: was like, here's this thing I know about frogs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: definitely start every new introduction with that now no (laughs) i am Dan, and i can tell you this about frogs no all right
0: so then then like in terms of in the past have you had uh fun facts that you've given that have later been retroactively very false yeah, probably. Uh, any that come to mind? No. no actively repressed. <laughs> and I've never been forced to issue a correction. Okay. All right.
2: You right, a fake fun fact. comes with a lot of guilt and shame afterwards, to the yeah. point that it clearly affects the memory.
1: It's usually quiz nights. It's like, yeah. I'm pretty sure I know this thing. Oh, shit. That's, that is the wrong answer. <laughs> sure. I have led us all astray.
0: Oh, okay. So then, like, do you think they need to be true to share
1: I think it depends on who you're sharing it with okay. like as an icebreaker yeah. I think it should probably be true sure <laughs> because otherwise you're literally lying to this person <laughs> that you've never met before but then they'll know my true self <laughs> whereas before, between friends no <laughs> yeah, okay.
2: but, but want... they,
1: they may call you out on it you have to be ready for that <laughs>
2: I mean, how much research do you need to do for your fun facts before you present them to another person then?
1: All of the research. You must become an expert on the field. Okay,
2: so peer-reviewed studies. Yes. (laughs) And then at that point, if there's a conclusion, do a Cochrane review or something, and then you're like, okay, now I can present this fun fact... To people I haven't met before. Okay, Correct. perfect. They
0: sent you a diploma. Yeah. The ones
2: we have none to none to share. We <laughs> haven't finished our studies. They're in stage three at the moment.
0: <laughs>
1: this is where I put my fact diploma. <laughs>
2: if I had one But really, I think the crux of a fun fact is that it's unexpected. It's mm. not something obvious about the topic
0: or it wouldn't be fun. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I think like one one qualifying point that I have about this is if if anyone ever like gives a statement and precedes it with the words, fun, fun fact, it makes not, it worse. Right? It is <laughs> never <having a> fun. And <laughs> I don't know why. Like, why is that a property of the phrase that makes it immediately worse? It's like going, here's a joke.
2: Exactly. <laughs> it sets the expectations too high. And people are so used to being burned by that phrase, fun facts, being followed by something really not interesting that it already causes a bit of an internal cringe just hearing the words fun facts. No, but I think that 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 would set the opposite
0: expectation then, right? Because, like, if fun facts are generally not fun, then when you hear the words fun fact, it should be like, oh, I expect this to be bad, right? And it'd be, like, equally as bad. (laughs) Yeah, but you
1: forget. It's like... It's one of those things and you, you hear the positive phrasing like, oh yeah. And then by the time they finished you're like, wait, that's not a positive phrase anymore. Mm. I've forgotten this. <laughs> fun fact. Fun facts are never preceded by the phrase fun fact.
2: Well that wasn't <laughs> fun, so that's that's proof right there.
1: <laughs> I have my fact certificate now.
2: <laughs> I'm glad the study was finally
1: concluded. I can Demonstrably
2: move.
0: false. <laughs> <laughs> Any last facts? No, no, I've got nothing. Right. I, I'm now, in fact, ready uh, for us to submit answers to things that may not be true. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay we have Google to help us uh, fact-check this one. And
2: okay. thankfully, the internet's never wrong.
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Wikipedia,
1: mm, maybe.
0: <laughs> and so we move on uh, into our now, right, for the fourth time recurring game show, Counterintelligence. Uh, the game show in which we uh, try to stifle each other uh, in a simple categorization game. All right. uh, now uh, we're gonna do. Should we do this in a sort of triangle setup because it fits the theme of the episode? Sure. All right. Uh, so uh, I'll give one to Dan. Dan gives one to Charlotte. Charlotte gives one to me. Yeah, I think you should go first so Charlotte can see this in action. <laughs> All right. Please okay.
2: Demonstrate.
0: So, Dan. Right for your counterintelligence round all right could you name five fictional sports that are not racing sports <laughs> oh dear
1: that are not racing
0: sports correct because every racing one is its own thing in its own universe right so there's like a billion different racing ones <laughs> oh five fictional sports oh, i'm gonna yeah. struggle yeah they can be ball sports they can be athletic sports it doesn't really matter so long as it's considered a sport in that universe <laughs> Oh, I don't know that I have any that spring to mind. I know uh, you don't think of any of the sort of popular uh, IPs, uh, any of the, I guess, the Disney-owned ones. Well, the now Disney-acquired <laughs> ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's oh,
1: there's Ender Game, which I think is a ball sport. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about this one. <laughs>
0: Wait, is this Ender's Game from Ender's Game? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, is that a sport or a game in the universe? It's televised. Is, is that a sport or... Uh, oh, yeah, I guess it's... It. I feel as if that's like who wants to be a millionaire right? <laughs> rather than like, you know, track. I've never seen this film. <laughs> yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> Strong start.
1: Um, okay. There's the... That, Weird water polo-like game mm-hmm. in Final Fantasy ten.
0: I yes. cannot remember the name of
1: this ah, game. Alright, that's
0: one. I, that, oh, I'm that, not going to get Ender's game. That, that's Blitzball. <laughs> Blitzball. Yeah. I can see you've got some on your shelf there. Yep. Quidditch. Quidditch, Quidditch. is in fact a sport. <laughs> <laughs> is it though? I have a World Cup. It is a real sport. Yeah. People play Quidditch. It it doesn't count. It was a fictional sport first. (laughs) And the sport in real life does not have the same rules as the sport in the game. Yeah. In the book. Anyway, it's a rather
2: flawed sport, so let's call it fictional.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, I feel like there's
1: some strong opinions hidden over in that one statement. (laughs) Yep. Uh, What about movies? Oh, you know I'm not a movie person.
0: Hmm. Oh, dear. Uh, What about animated stuff? Just saying, <laughs> we've been watching one. No, they were called
1: races.
2: <laughs> yes, but.
1: Yes, yeah, racing's a sport. No, you said that were not races. Yeah. So
2: they, they were translated still think, as races. Yeah, I still don't think they're <laughs> racing in that sport. There's a lot of things oh. they're doing, but it's not racing. Yeah. Because
0: <laughs> yeah. sumo was not a race, right? But that's not called a race, though. They're called matches. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what they're called, but it's not a racing sport. There you go. Uh, You don't have to Uh, say that one. That's fine.
1: (laughs) But now people are going to be curious. Bench that
0: for another episode. We'll talk about that later. We're really going to use that as a full topic. Mm, We'll talk about that later. (laughs) Uh, Okay. What about uh, Avatar? Yeah, there is a sport in
1: that one. There is probably a sport in that one. I can't. It has been so long since I have seen that show. Yeah, that's fair. It's the oh. There's a number of sport, uh, isn't it? It's like the, an Airbender-based
0: one, I think. All oh, right, okay. Well, I'm not um, sure if they're
2: all formal sports.
0: Yeah, I was I was thinking about the combat sport that they do televise in that one. Or they oh, don't televise yeah. not
2: necessarily in Avatar, yeah. more also in core, Correct. Correct,
0: Agni Kai. Ah.
1: Uh, <laughs> Is that a sport? Is that just a duel? The other thing I would just remember
0: is Pi Show because I loved that. Oh, yeah, Pi Show's uncle. a game. It's yeah. yeah, definitely
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: not a fictional world. No, it's In the same
0: way that chess is not a sport, I will get cancelled for this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I possibly will a, get cancelled for that it's one. It's certainly not a fictional sport. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, dear. You got any, Charlotte? Yeah. Help me yeah. out. Mine
2: was Quidditch, so Finn already helped you with that one. We, we still <laughs> have the
1: Avatar. one. Four
0: more.
2: <laughs> the Avatar one with which name I don't remember. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The sport where they fight uh, each other. <laughs> yeah, so the sport where they fight each other. Uh, that sorry. is professional bending.
2: Of course it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's a
0: pro bending league. Oh, with the, so with the like, 20s announcer guy. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That they do over the
1: radio. See, I, when you just said Avatar, I was thinking, yeah, last airbender, no, I was like, what mm,
2: no yeah, other
0: sports are there? That's why
2: five minutes ago I said it was from court. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> Definitely missed that. Okay. Do you reckon there's any ball sports that you know that are fictional? Oh, Probably. So we've got three out of five. We got Quidditch, we got Blitzball, and we got Pro Bending. Um, I'm literally looking around at other things in my house <laughs> to see if I can work I mean, out. To be fair, I haven't more. seen
2: Space Jam. Is that iteration of basketball so
0: different that it would be considered fictional? <laughs> uh no. But there is another movie uh, that they do change the rules of basketball and the spelling very slightly, uh, and that's the title <laughs> of the movie: <laughs> oh, Basketball ball is a fictional sport. <laughs> <laughs> can I? The can, I <laughs> <laughs> can I have the um,
1: shokugeki from Food Wars? Those. Yes,
0: guys. I guess iron chefing is is a sport. Sure, it is a physical thing where yes. they compete. Because that All makes right. five. <laughs> yeah, five uh, success. Yeah. Uh, so Dan is referring to the anime uh, in English titled as Food Wars. Uh, In which, essentially, it's Iron Chef. The sport. The the sport (laughs) slash the anime. Uh, Where it's like a typical shounen big uh, sort of animation. uh, Big sort of, I guess, fight scenes. But instead of fighting, they're cooking. And then when they eat the food, uh, they make faces and noises. (laughs) Is is how I would describe it. You forgot that their
1: clothes usually
0: explode off. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to leave that out, Dan. We've got children listening. No, we don't.
2: <laughs> Thank you for You've got barely me. anyone
0: listening. Clearly, clearly. <laughs> and S- right. Splatoon, Turf Wars. Yes, Splatoon is I'm, a fictional I'm coming sport. With another one. That's a big tip. That's
1: good. That's good.
0: <laughs> All, right. All right. It's your turn, Charlotte. Fantastic.
2: What have you got for me?
1: Uh, this should be right in your in house, so we will see. But we're looking for five Harry Potter characters that have never been in Gryffindor either as a student or a teacher. So, like, McGonagall is a Gryffindor I mean, teacher. I understand. Under five, more, I've got this. Yeah, yeah five. Right, Do let's for... go ten, ten, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've only ever done five, though, Bill. We're heading into uncharted waters.
2: <laughs> Press Sprout, being a Hufflepuff. Um, Cedric Diggory, also a Hufflepuff. Cho Chang, who's a Ravenclaw. Uh, let's see. Severus Snape, I'm... Tom Riddle, Flash Lord Voldemort. I count that as one, of course.
0: Um, actually, <laughs> <is one> person.
2: <laughs> I know, but many names.
1: <laughs> uh,
2: professor Flitwick. Uh nearly had the, Oh, well, sorry, Professor Binns.
1: <laughs> who is Professor Binns?
2: He is the uh, History of Magic professor. Who is a ghost?
1: Oh yeah, what house is he associated uh, with? He is That's not. A take away. from <laughs> yeah. um, Three to go.
2: Yeah, yeah. I know, but you know, we want to think of something. Anyway, perfect. Yeah, that so, is like this three game, can't <laughs> I understand. Henry <laughs> <laughs> McMillan. Who is in? Harry's here. Yeah. Hmm. Um, He's a
1: half a puff, isn't he?
2: He is a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Uh, Fleur Delacour, not even a Hogwarts student. Correct. Victor Conn, again.
1: <laughs> not even a Hogwarts
2: World-famous place. Quidditch player, not a Hogwarts student.
1: Also, world-famous half-fishman. Ah, uh, <laughs> shark. <laughs> Half-shark. Ah, oh, sorry, he was shark. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fishman. Well... He turns himself into half shark because he stuffs up the.
2: Look, there's a shirt. Tribe as a Tournament task where he's required to uh, collect the thing he'd miss most in the world, which at that time was swiney. Yes. From underwater, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. <laughs> uh, and he turned himself into a half shark person so that he could travel there safely.
0: Because the they they're Top don't... half or bottom half? Top half. Top half for the breathing. The for the breathing. Uh, okay. wait, so the, the bottom of a deep and mass. He, lake. he
2: didn't choose a dolphin, he had to be hyper masculine, so he chose a shark.
0: Right. But how do you swim? As a shark without the tail and <laughs> as a human without the arms. You'd kick your legs. That'd be so slow. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. He can breathe.
2: <laughs> Look, I don't know yeah. if he had arms or not, but I'm concerned if he didn't have arms, how he would then carry Hermione.
1: I don't
0: remember. We could consult the movie, but... With his members. Oh, I think also,
2: we're uh, better to create our own ending. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, yeah. Is that all? That's ten. That's ten. Alright, what do you got for me, Charlotte?
2: I have got some things to do, because I had planned a Harry Potter
0: themed question. You can still do a Harry Potter themed question. I know very little about Harry Potter.
2: That's okay, because uh, honestly, the answer's in the room, so it's a bit too (laughs) 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 simple.
1: They are literally on the shelf over there.
2: (laughs) Although, if you know very little, fine, that's fine. It's far enough, you can't read.
1: (laughs) I don't read. (laughs) (laughs) I think you've missed a memo here. And it makes me greatly sad, and this has come up before.
2: Surely you can read.
1: Yes, but I yes. don't read. <laughs> no, that's no. a different
2: thing, yes.
1: <laughs> he pretends he can read. Okay, He's like Professor Layton who always asks Luke to read the letters and then Luke's like, <laughs> wait,
2: can you read, Professor? Well, you're pulling it off very well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, uh... He uses text-to-speech when he's on the
0: internet. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us. He's in Google Glasses.
2: Five Harry Potter books that aren't uh, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone.
0: No, but, like, that's fine because I've seen the movies. Right, that's too easy. I that's decl- what I thought. I
2: thought it was too easy. Decline. <laughs> Perfect. That's fine. I have a backup question.
0: Yeah, what's your backup?
2: Five Bo Burnham songs that aren't inside.
0: Uh, okay. You're on your own. I know zero. Uh, okay. Most of these are like... I know how they go. <laughs> <laughs> you can't sing them. I mean... Uh, We'll there get is struck down. prolonged eye contact.
2: <laughs> I'm happy with that. I
0: like, know exactly which one is. Uh, uh, There's the one where he hates catchy choruses. Uh, but he's a hypocrite.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's a hungry, hungry hypocrite. That's the one. <laughs> it does have a different name, but I'm going to accept that. Wait,
0: Hungry, <laughs> Hungry Hippos? <laughs> hungry,
2: hungry hypocrite, yes.
0: <laughs> uh, Man, that game. That's terrible. It that, was a of, terrible game. Two uh there is welcome to the internet beautiful we've got fun and games no,
2: <laughs> <know>. <laughs> that's okay we'll subject you to this later Dan.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, okay he makes so many songs about white people but i don't really regard white people i think there might be a song <laughs> called white people <laughs>
2: I don't believe so, but I'm happy to fact check. Okay. As you continue to brainstorm. Uh,
0: I know he had a special called What, but I don't think there was a song called What in it. Mm. I'd have to be on my own for this one. <laughs> I don't <laughs> yeah. even know who Bowen is. <laughs> yeah, fair enough.
2: <laughs> I mean, are you suggesting that as a an option then? What or not? Uh,
0: You're allowed you, to
1: be wrong a song? as long as it's not the one that you said. <laughs> uh called I think
0: New Math like yes. way way back yes, in the day yes he did
2: yeah. I'm happy with that being number four uh
0: yep. and there okay and he was in a musical movie like four to six years ago <laughs> and the title of the movie is one of the songs <laughs> but that's all I got for you <laughs> like I'm 90% sure about this <laughs> Like someone else produced it. Sounds legit to It was me. in a high school. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll see him. <laughs> it's like Zach something. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis? <laughs> he was actually between two ferns the whole time. Oh
2: wow, Zach Stone is going to be famous.
0: Yes! <laughs> yes!
2: <laughs> Beautiful. I've got to say
0: the look. musical as a, as a piece as
2: a piece as a song look I will happily accept it excellent fantastic free. efforts free <laughs> um, probably not all the formal names
0: <laughs> of the songs there but Were any of them the formal names
2: yes yeah.
0: okay hey man I got Blitzball <laughs> for you guys so yeah, it's fair fine mate. fair
2: fantastic impressive stuff oh,
0: oh, alright right. Yeah. Uh, that was a harder than expected say. <laughs> <episode.
1: laughs> yep and that wraps us up for another, let's say, month, because it's looking like a month. <laughs> yeah, look cool. <laughs> wraps us up for another week of uh, Variety is the Spice of Life. Yep. If you want to reach out and correct us on any of our fun facts, yep.
0: please redirect all <laughs> of the hate mail and corrections to Variety is the Spice of Life podcast at gmail.com. That is all single phrase in a row, just jammed together.
1: Yep. No spaces, no underscores. Don't worry about it. It's fine.
0: Don't worry about it, (laughs) it's fine.